Today, I want to speak on what I call how worshiping with others changes me. What is worship? Worship is expressing our love and gratitude to God for who he is, what he's done, what he's said, and what he's promised to do. Number two, worship is the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for Almighty God. Number three, in Christianity, worship is the act of attributing reverent honor and homage to God. There are four types of worship. We have liturgical worship. Number two, we have non-liturgical worship. What we do in in Faith Life Church is non-liturgical worship. Liturgical is the very systematic. You read the Bible. Amen. Sit down. You get up. Then we have informal worship. And then we have private worship. Um, last week, myself, my father in the Lord, Akese Brimpon, and another pastor friend of mine, were with my father in the Lord. we just with him. Where he was just talking to us. We're in his house in Accra. We we're just talking to him. And then all of a sudden, he said something and we began to pray. We began to sing. We began to make declarations. That's an informal worship. But it's also a private worship. Private worship is the one that you do on your own, in your bedroom, your own in your bathroom, your own in your car. In private worship, you can contextualize the song for God. In private worship, you can choose the songs you used to enjoy. Is it R&B? Is it reggae? You can make it about God and you enjoy it. You see, sometimes people pray and they come into the pulpit and the pulpit is not a private worship and they come to sing their private worship songs in church no in church it's either a non-liturgical or a liturgical worship and when you are leading especially in a charismatic church you are leading the song there must be a thought a flow it's not a, a this is what i felt in my heart when i was praying in my heart that is private here there must be some coherence with, with the kinds of song you pick, and there must be a synergy, a flow of thought. So here, it's more structured because we are trying to push a certain narrative. So you cannot come and stand in the pulpit well, and say, the Holy Spirit is telling me, no. And it's a deviation from what God is, is saying to the entire church. And especially in charismatic churches, you see that empire. Very, very undisciplined. The song they learn during rehearsals, when they come to the public spirit, private, you can sing anything. It's not structured. We need to understand it. That is why we come together. Come early. The time that we are worshipping, you are now crossing. The time we are worshipping, you are now going to talk to somebody about something. You know, it's time for worship. A time where it's dedicated for honoring our father. That is when you are bringing a conversation for us to talk about. It's worship time. We, we don't talk. At that time, it's a dishonor before he came to do that. It's worship time. You are WhatsApping somebody. I feel what Kai said was so WhatsApp you be. No. Because remember, there's a transformation taking place. And others are looking at you to see whether serving God is worth it or not. Because they came to meet you in church. So if you don't behave yourself very wisely, they would think that that is the norm. Why am I going through pain and still preaching? Because we don't serve God out of our convenience. We don't worship God out of our convenience. When Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? His answer was to love God with all your heart, with your soul, and with all your mind. 
You know, brothers and sisters, as human beings, we are being hardwired to worship or express love. Some of us, we worship cars. Some of us, we worship our wives. Some of us, we worship our children. Some of us, we worship our job. Everybody worships something. They are not only Muslims and Christians in Ghana. They are worshippers of idols, occult people, Satanists, Buddhists, Ekanka, all kinds of people are in Ghana. And we go to office with them. And they do their own social media. And so when they come to attack a man of God, don't think that the person is a Christian. So you two, you are following them. You don't know what they worship. But we work with them in the office. They also have access to internet and social media. They follow the trend that you follow. But what do you worship? Who do you worship with? Because anybody who will give you an advice that is a deviation from the truth of what God has said, that person is not a Christian. You will be shocked that even the work you are doing, somebody wish that your work is not working. So how can they get to you? They will tell you don't pay tight. Because that is what God says he will rebuke the devourer. Because he wants to devour you. And to devour you, he must first break your barrier. Sometimes the people that give you advice, they are your worst enemy. Do you know what I mean by worst enemy? The advice they are giving you, is it consistent with scripture? See, we must choose our friends carefully. Or else in our, in our bid to serve God, people will let us stop serving God. That is why as a Christian, Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your might and with all your strength what does he mean what does he mean he says with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind because if you don't love god with all you see this is someone all means that full commitment because sometimes you can love the lord with all your heart but somebody can get to you in your mind you can love the lord with all your heart but somebody will say something that will cause you to be offended that is your soul you see i love god with my heart but somebody dropped a thought it brought discouragement to my heart and so it's affected the strength that i need to be fully committed to god hear me child of god in your pursuit of god there will be people who will either attack your heart. How do they attack your heart? They will borrow money from you in the name of God and not pay. And now you don't want to love people again because Charlie, Nipa are fucking. And the most untrustworthy people, a lot of them are in churches. And sometimes you can love the Lord with your heart. You can love the Lord with your soul. You can love the Lord with your mind. You, you must love God with your mind. Though. Don't, don't check out your brain. Understand, say, somebody will try to get to your mind. Somebody will come and reason Christianity with you. And it makes sense. Though. They will reason it. Hey, uh, so you are going to pay tight. How much? 5,000 tight. Why don't you give it to poor people? No, this tight that you are going to give it, you, you know, go and give it to orphans. This pastor is quite, they don't need the money. Look, look at the pastor. Every day he's driving a, he, when he started, we saw him, he was driving Honda Ascent. Have you, have you seen his new car? The Jaguar that he's driving? Love the Lord your God with your mind. Remember that. The God you are saying, you have made the decision to be a follower of him. When we say love the Lord your God with your mind, what Jesus is saying that you made a decision to submit yourself to the scriptures, the Bible. You, you made what? A decision. So whatever everybody says and they are trying to reason with you with wisdom, tell the person that I made a decision. So when you come to worship God, your mind plays a role. That's why you choose your associations. 
You choose the conversations you focus your attention. You have made a decision to submit yourself to the Bible. So anything outside what God has said in his word, you will not live by it. Are you listening? So when you come to God in in reverent worship, recognize the place of God. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, it says, let him that come to the Lord believe that he is. And that he's a rewarder of them that diligently. It means that he's a rewarder of those who are intentional about their pursuit of him. God is what? A rewarder of those who are intentional about their pursuit of him. He will reward you. God can lift you and make you so great, people will wonder. All you need to do, love the Lord with all your heart. Love the Lord with all your mind. Love the Lord with all your soul. Your soul is where your will, your emotions, and your intellect is. Your soul. I love God. Sometimes you want to give money to God, then you are... God just brought you 50,000. Give God 5,000, you are calculating. You know the reason why a lot of people are poor? We focus on people. We are serving God. But our hope is in men. We, sister, we focus so much on man that we choose that Mr. Kwache must be the one to bring me 5,000. What does the Bible say? Curse be a man who makes the arm of flesh his strength. He said, curse be a man who puts his trust in men and makes the arm of flesh his strength. So you are empowered to fail. Even though the conditions are favorable, when you make the arm of flesh your strength because you have put your hope you put your hope in god by reverently worshiping him you worship him you thank him you love him you appreciate him you you thank him for what he has said you thank him for who he is you thank him for what he's done he's done in the past for people so the past they've written it as stories in the bible you thank him for what he would do because you trust him and then he shows up. And when you are worshipping with others, you see God doing it for people. And then you trust that just as God has done for my neighbor, he will do it for me. When you come to worship God, it's a private, it is a formal, it is a personal, it's a congregational. There are times you relate with people. But in your relationship with people, when times are tough, the things you say will determine whether you are still worshipping God or not. The things we say when we are up under pressure. The things that we say when we are provoked. When we don't have the things we say. When you acknowledge God even in your weakness, God's strength is now revealed. So the Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. Why does he say that? He says, say I am strong because I know the Lord. Let the poor say I am rich. Why? Because God is there. I will lack nothing. According to Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Other translation says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Mark 12, 29 to 30. The most important command of all is this one. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength. You don't serve God out of your convenience, brother. When my daughter Agnes came to church, she used to get sick. Get sick. But she loved God. Agnes loved God. Sometimes she would be getting sick. But she loved God. Coming to church, the least opportunity Agnes will come, gets you come to church. It didn't take long. All the sickness disappeared. She's strong. She's healthy. Because she loved God with all her heart, all her soul, all her mind. Watch the people who stand here to minister. Sometimes they have challenges. 
But because God knows they will show up, whatever it is by Sunday, the team has disappeared. Hey, when I woke up today, hmm, Fazan, uh, uh, my dress was not iron, so I didn't come to church. The devil knows that you, any opportunity for you not to come, you will take it. Ways to tell God you love him. You know, a lot of time people want to watch preachings and watch worship programs. Watching worship program is not worshiping God. You have to participate. It's a way of showing God you love him. How do you do that? By listening and responding to God's word. By, you know, there was when the word of God is preached, allow the word to work on you. I'm preaching the word, mm, if Kwame was here, mm, this preaching is for Lady Irene. One in the news is for her. Oh, no, no. Oh, do you know we do that? Let the word of God. Lady Irene sent me a text this week. She said, I stand by this word transformed lives is more important than crowd god bless you for that word listen to me let the word of god cause a change in your life mama if you used to be very angry by the preaching of god's word change you used to you used to be very vindictive by the preaching of god's word let it change you you used to talk anyhow let the preaching of god's word change you you used to be a beggar let the preaching of god's word you used to be stingy hey i've met pastors who are stingy let the word of god some of you ladies you will never marry because you don't know how to talk mokasa rough 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 everything leave me i can't i want to say what i want to say let the word of god so transform you that it affects the bible says our words must be seasoned with salt when you are angry Sometimes God provokes you. Be careful what you say. What I'm preaching is, is training too. It's training. When you are angry, we have to, it's a way of showing our love for God. The word of God that is in me must influence my attitude towards situations. The word of God, it must influence my response to difficult situations. The word of God within me must influence my response to people's bad attitude. So, in worshiping with others, you must understand that people are watching your response. Deuteronomy 31 verse 12. Gather all the people together, men, women, children, immigrants living in your towns, so everyone can listen and learn to respect the Lord and carefully obey everything in his word. Call them all together, men, women, children, and the foreigners living in your town, so they may hear this book of instruction and learn to fear the Lord your God and be careful to obey all the terms of this instruction. In my worship with people, I recognize that others are watching me and my response to situation. Worshiping with others influences their love for God. So, you know, there's a a scripture that says that uh, woe betimes, the one through whom temptation comes. You know why? Because if because of you, somebody steps, stops serving God, God will bring judgment on you. If because of you, somebody stops committing to God. So serving God, always remember somebody is watching you that you don't even know. And you must behave yourself well. John chapter 13 verse 17 NIV. says, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed. Mama, the things we pray about, we don't need to pray. It's little, little things. The way you conduct yourself, the way you treat people, the way you talk to somebody, even when the person offends you, the way you talk to them. 
See, sometimes the person really did wrong. But at that time, if if you criticize the person or you mess the person up, sometimes it can break the person up. Eh? This one, I'm at fault. But that's why we are all learning the word. Anna, your response, very important. Worshipping with others must change you. So the Bible says we should not forsake the assembling of the brethren. We must always come together. Hallelujah. Number two, how do I show God that I love him? How do I tell God I love him? Ways to worship God is by singing to him with our whole heart. By doing what? Singing to him with our Psalm 32 verse 11. Message translation please. It says celebrate God. Sing together everyone. It says everyone all you honest hearts raise the roof. What does it mean? Lift the bar. Let it go. Just love God with everything. Child of God, it's time to love God with how many things? Everything. How many things? Everything. Don't just love God because of what you will get. See, God has a time for everybody. When, sometimes God intentionally delays things to find out whether your love for him is transactional. So you sing to him with your whole heart. You see, when it comes to God, you don't need to have a best voice. Sing the part you know with your whole heart. Make a joyful noise. Dance, dance, sing your whole heart. Sister, your word. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that whenever you start singing, you forget about your problem? You you forget because worship, I hear in my spirit this word. Worship mutes your problems. It mutes, it mutes the voice of your problems. Number three, by talking to God in prayer. One way to worship God is by talking to him in prayer. Acts 1.14 NIV, together consistently in prayer. Look at Romans chapter 1 verse 12. New century version says, we must help each other with the faith we have. It says, but don't think I am not expecting to get something out of this too. You have as much to give me as I do to you. We worship God together. When God gets to know that it costs you something to show up in his place, God will give you anything you need because it pleases him that it costed you something to come to serve. See, be intentional about your Christian. Let it cost you something to come and serve God. Wherever you are, close your eyes and pray. Father, from this day, I will let it cost me something to serve you. God, from this day, I make a decision. I will not serve you out of my convenience. It will cost me something to serve you. I will not come to church because it's convenient. I will not come to church because I have money. I will not come to church because I am strong and healthy and there are no competition. When anything competes with you, I will serve you. That's the prayer I want you to pray. You know, say, God, oh, God. Uh, Pastor, when I woke up, I could not. Oh, Pastor, Pastor, somebody came to see me and I needed to go and sort out some money issue somewhere. What is it that is costing you to serve the Lord? Is it costing your reputation? Is it costing your dignity? What is it that is costing you? Jesus said, there's nobody that will lose houses, lose father and mother and children for my sake. That on this earth, he said that person on this earth will receive a hundredfold of what is costed them. He says, and also in heaven. So whatever it costs you on this earth, God says, I compensate. I am a God who compensates. I compensate. I, I compensate you. I will compensate you. I want you to pray. Pray, God, from this day, I'll be a fully devoted follower of Christ. Hey, my life is not my own. To you, I have made a decision. 
that my life belongs. I give myself to you wholeheartedly, fully devoted, fully committed to the things of God. My life is not my own. I commit to serving you fully with my life, with my strength, with my thoughts. I serve you. I serve you. I serve you with all my heart. I serve you with everything in me. I serve you. I serve you. I serve you. I serve you. Everything in me, I serve you with it. Everything I have, I serve you with it. Father, I'm simply devoted to you. My commitment is to you. My dedication is to you. Help me to live my life to follow you. Manifest your presence, your glory, and your grace on my life. Do that which only you can do in my life in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. One more time, say amen.